This is a Federal News Network podcast. Nearly two years in the making, the General Services Administration is finally testing out a new approach to awarding a multiple award contract. ASTRO, which is for unmanned, manned, and robotic platforms, does not require vendors to submit prices for the 10 functional areas under this procurement vehicle. In his weekly feature, The Reporter's Notebook, executive editor Jason Miller writes about why it's time GSA pushes price competition down to that task order level. Well, Jason, it does sound unusual for vendors to not submit prices to bid on a contract. What's going on? Well, GSA actually got this authority from the Congress in the 2018 Defense Authorization Bill. It's the Section 876 authority, if you're keeping score at home, Tom. And basically what Congress told GSA to do two years ago was, hey, think about this idea of an unpriced contract. Now, we know there's always prices that go with contracts. But think about as, you, as you're as you establishing the, the top level, think about the master contract levels, they call it. What if you didn't have to worry about price? What if you worried about price only at the task order level? So agency X goes to use contract Y, and that's when price really plays a big role, not when GSA is picking the, quote, winners and losers. And I think this Astro contract is this first example that GSA has been out with. Again, two years in the making, a lot of pent-up demand for this, and something that, Tom, you and I have talked about quite a bit, because for me, the frustration when it comes to these multiple word task order type contracts is really price doesn't matter until you know what you're buying and too much time is being spent on worrying about, well, who's got the best price and who's who's offering the best price t- today when really we only care about tomorrow and the next day and, and six years from now. Yes, because legally the contract which needs consideration or price as to be a legal contract is really the task order anyway not the agreement that you are on this vehicle. So it seems like under contract law, if we were discussing the paper chase, you know, this is the right thing to do. But it's not really all that new, this idea, is it? It isn't, and it's been around for quite a while. I can go all the way back to the Sarah panel, Tom. That's 2007, the Service Acquisition Reform Act panel. And they actually suggested that, that GSA look at the schedules program and talk about an unpriced schedule contract. And the Defense Department has tried this in a couple different ways. C4E, NetSense have also looked at price only at the task order level and did not really make price an evaluation factor up front. Now, GSA has not, again, they had the authority for more than almost two years now, but they had not go down that path. But they've been building toward it using the self-scoring system, self-evaluation system under the OASIS, Professional Services, Government-Wide Acquisition Contract, the Alliant 2 unrestricted version where a vendor said, okay, I'm going to score myself on these categories like technical capability, like past performance, but price still played a role in that. But that was getting away from, well, how much does this cost compared to how much does it cost for somebody else? And we're going to pick the people who we quote unquote believe are reasonable when, when again, price doesn't matter at that level, it matters at each task order. And Tom, what we see time and again is this idea that agencies that, that 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 this again the very high level spend too much time focusing on well how much does that really cost when again it doesn't matter until further down the road we're speaking with federal news network's jason miller and why the astro contract to test out this concept astro not to be confused with george jetson's dog hey that was my first thought too <laughs> and actually i tweeted that but uh, a couple of reasons why and i talked to several experts who who looked at this one was a, a, a tim cook who's over at asi government and tim said listen a lot of this type of a, like unknown cost is a really 
more closely refer to an R&D contract, research and development. And he says this this Astro is really research and development in many ways because it's robotics, it's unmanned, it's UAVs, it's manned or semi-manned or stuff that really is still under development in many ways. It's a new technology. So if it kind of falls into that you know broad category of R&D, why not make it to the point where at each task they're going to worry about price versus upfront when you may not know what the price is and prices could drop very quickly as more and more vendors get into this. I think another reason why is GSA looked at this and said, we've had some good luck with the Oasis Professional Services contract in terms of making awards. GSA upheld our approach to do the self-scoring system. So maybe it's just time to take it to the next step. And, and in fact, I talked to uh, David Savinovich, a former head of 18F over at GSA, the former assistant commissioner in the Office of Systems Management at GSA. And he goes, this is part of GSA's push to be innovative when it comes to acquisition. It's not just well, what's the price? But it's this idea that quality is really the main factor, not not a trade-off between technical and cost and quality. And I think that's a really interesting point because we've been hearing for years, Tom, decades, it feels like it's the best value with best value, but it really always comes back to cost. Well, what is it going to cost us? And what, what David and others are saying is, hey, maybe this is the first sign or one of the first signs that maybe it's not all about cost. It really is about that your technical capability, the quality of your offer, the quality of what you're providing the government. And Jason, you're also writing that one goal here might be to break that award protest cycle where it seems like when GWACs are awarded, there's kind of a winner-takes-all situation. I think you're absolutely right in the sense that We've seen too many times where you, the, these big government-wide acquisition contracts, and, and again, you can look at a Alliant, Alliant 2, Alliant 2 small business, which never could get out of the cycle. You see an award, you see a protest, you see an award, you see a protest. And, and what I've been writing about and what I've been talking to a lot of people about over the last couple of years is, what if you just let everybody on? Hey, what are the minimalist qualifications you can get? You know, we're not talking about two people in a garage who've never done anything in the government before, but two people or, or, or a company of people that lower the barriers to entry, let everybody on the contract, and then, okay, go, go for it at the task order level. There was a lot of concerns previously, Tom, that, well, if we get 300 people on a contract, they're gonna, we're going to get 299 bids there for every task order. And that, is, that data has shown that is not true. And I'll give you just a quick example. On the Alliant contract, they had 59 award winners, and that's what their big concern was. And they averaged, I think, 2.3 bids per task order. So not 40 bids, not 35 bids. 2.3 bids was the was the average back, this is several years ago, and I've heard very similar statistics for current and, and other GWACs, that they're not getting overwhelmed by bids, they're still getting good competition, they're just not getting killed by you know, having to look at 14 or 18 or 20 bids. The other piece, Tom, that I think is also interesting, and I think this is what Roger Waldron from the Coalition for Government Procurement told me, one of the things he said was, the, the barriers to entry have got to be lowered. And, and, and if you're going to buy commercial products and services, and Astro really is a commercial product and services type of procurement, this is the way to do it. No one in, in industry is used to doing this double bid, right? Bid once at, at the top level for my prices and then bid again at the next level for task orders. It's always at task orders when you really talk price. And I think those are some of the reasons why I think Astro and is makes sense today, but also it could break this, you know, award protest, award sure. protest cycle. Besides, if you have two people in a garage that have never done business with the government, there's always OTA for that. <laughs> That's very true. And I think don't don't get started down that tr no. path, Tom. All right. Federal News Network's Jason Miller. Thanks so much. My pleasure, Tom. Check out his notebook. It's now online at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. 
Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast1 to learn more and start your free trial.